3: Here we go, our number three of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. You're home of the Dallas Cowboys. You're home of the World Series champion Texas Rangers. We're talking more Rangers with Sean McFarlane coming up at 5 o'clock here in the G-Bag Nation.
4: Time now for football's finest. Take it away, Chief. All right, one of the biggest mysteries for the Cowboys last season and still to this day is what the heck happened to Mozzie Smith and all this weight loss. Oh, yeah what's what's the story on this thing even brought us is trying we're trying to figure out get to the bottom of whose idea was it why did it happen and will it change and i we might need to holler at our guy chill because he was tweeting back and forth with somebody and he mentions as somebody's kind of calling out mozzie smith in a tweet to him he says the staff did not tell mozzie to lose weight okay so he hasn't gone into the details here uh but because i i mean we're all trying to figure out who told him this so is this just mozzie is is mozzie just able to say hey this team drafted me to be a 330 pound beast but i don't want to be that guy yeah maybe uh i need to be quicker yeah,
3: you know it, I, I know that's it. Players do this thing with their weight a lot, mm-hmm. you know thinking I need to be I need to be quicker or I need to be bigger right you know? the,
5: the knock on him was being slow off the ball. you know that that was it. when you watched him on the all-22, anytime he would really not have any relevance in a play, he's a tick late. So for him, maybe he takes it upon himself I want to be a little bit quicker. so I'm gonna go ahead and shred some weight. Uh, the problem is I think part of what makes you you, is that size and just the the absolute mass of humanity in the middle. That's what makes you a great run stuffer, and you've got to find a way to just get quicker off the snap uh, just based on being instincts and timing, right? Not necessarily being quicker by losing 30 pounds. You definitely have time to put a lot of weight back
3: on. Um, you know, hopefully in the off season you can make it even maybe more muscle, Uh but I, you sure. know, I, I think, number one, this is a mess up from the organization, not doing a better job of communicating, staying with the guy, noticing he'd lost 10, 15, 20 pounds, asking him what's up. It's kind of weird. But I, I think it all starts with asking him to play in a way that he did not excel at in college. If you need to draft the player from the first round and you're like, oh, we're going to use him different, I, I think that's a massive red flag. And the work they did in the first and second round last year was just atrocious. And then you make it worse by not letting him play that two-gap technique of standing up, working the offensive lineman, shedding him, and stopping the run. That's what Mozzie Smith is good at. And you're asking him to quick-twitch fire? and you're, that's, that's a project. You've now taken a good run-stopping defensive tackle and turned him into a, a quick-twitch project that he's not even DNA selected for? He's just not, he's not that kind of an athlete. No. Otherwise, he would have been getting after the passer in college naturally. Um so it's a it's a, it's a massive failure I think from Will McClay and his staff bringing together the scouting department and the coaching staff to come up with a vision for the player. Uh, and we sing Will McClay's praises all the time, but this one I'm just like, dude, how did you let this happen? And then you compounded it once you got him in the building.
4: Yeah, it's just weird. I'm surprised to see Chill tweet out that it was not the staff who recommended Mozzie do this. I'm surprised they didn't step in at some point. Like to some extent they had to have signed off on it, even if they didn't tell him to do it. As you see him each week, just shrinking right in front of your eyes. Don't you as a coaching staff wonder, Hey, what's, what's the deal here? Like it's hard for me to buy fully that this wasn't a request um, of of the team to Mozzie, as opposed yeah. to Mozzie just taking this upon himself. I, yeah, but that's what that's what Chills alluding to here. So he obviously must he must have the backstory. We're gonna have to get it
3: out of him. And I don't think you want to be losing weight in the course of a football season to that extent because you need your no. strength. Yeah, and if you you're need... if you're at calorie deficit, it can be real easy
4: to show up on game day and just not have your strength. No, no, for sure. Even even the best smelling salts in the world can't get you fired <laughs> up for that game. You got no energy, dude. Oh. No come on now. Uh, okay. So the other Mozzie thing today is that people are connecting to Mozzie is the, the storage unit that's gone viral. The, the TikTok of a guy who says, check out one of the craziest storages I've ever purchased. And I guess this is a thing. I I didn't know that. I thought if you just left your storage in a unit or whatever and stopped paying for it, they would, they would throw it out. But but I guess they auction these things off. Oh, yeah, my buddy's into this. Yeah, you
3: can, you can go to, like, auctions on weekend mornings where they're like, okay, here we are. We're not sure what's
4: in there, but who oh, wants it's, to it's buy it? It. It's
5: Mystery Box. Yeah, that's re- actually kind of exciting. That's I can see people really getting in on this.
4: I mean, can you imagine, though, you pull that thing up and there's, what? like, almost nothing in there? Like, I don't yeah. know. It's hit or miss? Okay, so... That's really interesting. This is not. I didn't know there was an industry for this, but apparently, this dude paid eighteen hundred and eighty dollars for a storage locker. You know, and he doesn't know this—a mystery box storage locker. He opens it up, and apparently, what he finds in there, uh, amongst a bunch of other things, including what what is clearly like a vault, a safe that could have anything in there. That this dude is apparently still trying to figure out how to open and 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 obtain whatever it is in there. But there's a bunch of Cleats and and gear from clearly Michigan football. This uh-huh. is Michigan gear all over the place, and it is boxes and boxes of cleats and shoes and high tops and low tops and Jordan gear because that's what Michigan is sponsored by. Sweet gear, like you're talking about shoes and cleats that sell between six and seven hundred dollars a pop, and this dude's got just boxes of them. Uh, and so, jackpot, yeah, total jackpot. <laughs> And, and he says, like, these shoes, these are all, like, player-exclusive gear.
3: And so... Oh, yeah, the Wolverines fans will go nuts for that, especially coming off a season like this.
4: Yes. Oh, my gosh, there is no question about it. Apparently, he's a big Lego guy as well. There's a box of a bunch of Legos in there, Halo Legos. Nice. Uh, so we might need to follow up with Mozzie about that, his love for Halo and or Legos. But this dude's about to cash out in a huge way uh, a Louis Vuitton toiletry bag that sells for, like, a grand... He like, he's going through the
5: bowl game gifts.
4: What he says is this guy, this guy must know exactly who this player is because he's telling he's the hint he's giving, which is quite the hint here is that this person who's ever storage unit. This was, uh, is somebody who is from Michigan football and was drafted in the first round last season. There was only one Michigan Wolverine draft in the first round last season. Who was that? That was Mozzie Smith. So I guess, I don't know, you just you just decide at some point you've moved far enough away from the storage unit that you don't much care anymore and it's not worth it to you to deal with it. You'd rather um, just give it away to somebody... For free? Well, the Tolo's oh. seem
5: very offended right now on the text. They're like, guys, how have you not seen Storage Wars on A and
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a reality show, but it also happens in real life too. If you if you if you want to get
5: into that scene, I,
4: it sounds like it could be fun. I've always heard uh, of Storage Wars, but I, I never, never watched, watched, watched it, it, and I never knew what the details of the warring was. This
5: makes sense. We're fighting over the best storage unit.
3: I, I think I think the theory probably is you get wrapped up, you forget about it. Your debit card changes, it expires, you know, uh, and now it's defaulting for 90 days and the owner's like, well, crap, I can't get payment. And maybe you're not checking your email or you changed your phone number when you moved. He's trying to call you, not getting answered. Right. You know, it's hard to adult.
5: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Somebody did say maybe it was a Taco Charlton's, just a little bit older. Okay. I don't think so, but you never know.
3: We should get nervous next time Cowboys go Michigan defensive line in round one. Just, phew, it's not good. Or round two. Like, you look back, it's Tank and it's Micah. What else has worked out? Not much. No,
4: no, the Michigan the Michigan thing doesn't seem to work here, even though Waltruck's got me pretty fired up about this junior Colson fellow. This, this he's linebacker lineman. Yeah, he's not a D lineman, so that helps that helps the cause. You don't take him in round one, you take him in round two. Mm-hmm. That also helps the cause a little bit, but he seems like uh, he's he's quite the beast. Okay, we've played plenty of Johnny Manzel audio from his sit down with Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay, but uh this is the this is the clip of him talking about how he lost so much weight on a very, very strict diet after he uh, he ended his NFL playing career for the Browns.
5: I was 210 pounds when I left Cleveland. Jeez. I was 170 pounds sitting
3: in Vegas that August, that September, October, whatever it was later in that year. 40- how you lose 40 pounds, you're on a strict diet a blow. <laughs> 210
5: to 170. My goodness.
4: In a matter of months, dude. Ooh. That's scary. Very yeah. Very scary. Uh, and he's very transparent about all of this stuff. I, I do admire some of the self-awareness that he has at, the, at this place that he's in now. Like he I knows remember one the, of those pictures
3: back then, and it was like, wow, he, he let yeah. that get out. You know, That's not a state you want to be taking photos in. No, no,
0: not at all. Uh, but it made me Plenty think. Plenty of mirrors it, at Johnny's house. You hear know what I'm saying? Yeah. A whole lot of mirrors. So,
2: <laughs> so <laughs> many. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I th- can't get this money to lay straight. Why is it? <laughs> <I> oh, <don't know. laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, th- it made me think of the uh, the role model scene. Uh, this one right here. Oh, yeah.
0: What, do you think I'm a pushover? You know what I used to eat for breakfast? Okay. Cocaine. <laughs> you know what I used to eat for lunch? Cocaine. Okay.
4: Cocaine. What'd you have for dinner? Was it cocaine? <laughs> Apparently it was for, for Johnny Manziel for those few months. Hey, like that lady SMS- is so or- funny. Move over, Ozempic. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, that lady is hilarious. Jane Lynch. Yes, yes, yes Jane Lynch. She was she uh, four year old virgin. Even yes. though you you've talked down on that movie, Dawson. You need to you need to circle back on that. She one. She was great in yeah, I just great. think it's a little overrated. How much do you guys think it cost the the streaker in the Super Bowl? <laughs> the streaker. The streaker. Oh, he, I, I, he don't, offic- I don't even know where to begin. He got fined. He's officially got fined. you think that's like fifteen thousand? Okay, I think, like fair I think that's. I think it's fair. Fifteen hundred.
3: Okay, wow, yeah. forty-two thousand oh, dollars. Holy cow!
5: My gosh, they, they don't tried, play in
4: Vegas, do they? they no, no, Dude, they're not they're playing around. They didn't like that at all. They didn't like that one bit. Not worth it. Not worth it. No, Definitely did, not did worth he, it. Did he? He didn't even get any TV time. No, it was. I mean, we went. We sort of went through it. It was.
0: It was. It was, it was terrible. Right? He had no advertisements or anything like that on his body. Well, at least somebody would have paid him for it. Right, yeah. yeah. Hey, pay for my fine, I'll do it. You know, he, give me he, a little spending money tonight. His, his,
4: his, I got you. His, his streaker box score has zero for broken ankles, zero for truck sticks, uh, zero for even him being tackled. He just did one of those give up things. Like shortly after even entering the field of play, it was right by the sideline. It wasn't even like he made it to midfield and ran through. Didn't even give Kevin Harlan time on the Super Bowl (laughs) broadcast for the radio side of things a chance to paint the picture. That's a bummer. So it was a total letdown, not worth a dollar, let alone 42,000 of them. He gets no revenue, right? There's no
3: money made. Zero. Did he do any activism at all? That he'd preach for his cause at all? No, nothing.
4: Unless it was what a nothing uh, half-ass okay. activism. So, you know, <laughs> he was <laughs> th- this. This would make
5: some sense. Championing, uh, giving poor effort. Uh, text from the two one four and the eight one seven. The Streaker bet that there would be a Streaker during the Super Bowl, so he won three hundred. No, that 000. was that was that's, a fake story. That's fake. Thank you, Elon Musk. He win anything?
4: Thank you, Elon Musk. Thank you, Twitter, uh, for now giving us. You know, they updated. They do the yes, community notes. which is fantastic. I do love that. And, and they because so
5: this guy didn't even catch it on himself
4: no no it was all this is a big upset this was, was not worth it it was all bull uh congratulations to Jennifer King former commander and uh now Bears assistant coach first ever female assistant coach for the Bears she's gonna be <laughs> doing it and uh she's gonna be doing it with the with the running backs Good so for her, man uh, that That's is awesome. definitely uh some level of groundbreaking football news there uh, and then here's a great story from Antonio Pierce uh, we mentioned the story that he told with Max Crosby on his podcast the other day mm-hmm. about how they're going to be treating Mahomes here, and uh, now there's a, a clip that has come out about where Max Crosby asked him like the toughest dude he ever went up against, and of course, it was Larry Allen. Who was the hardest guy you got you had to play against when you were playing, and why? Larry Allen,
0: and this dude got his his pants rolled up, and I see this this circle, this this piece, this object, and this guy sock. <laughs> And he went, right here. Dip. What the f*** you talking about? He, like right here, meaning like, you don't run a play here? He comes off the nose tackle and just, bam, hits me. Oh, sh- <laughs> Dip in his mouth. Tobacco right here. And would tell you where the play was going and <laughs> dared you to run through his gap. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't, I didn't want no smoke. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't want no smoke. Funny story, so 2006, offseason, he gets released. Like, yeah, he's not in division no more. <laughs> he signs with the Niners. So then the schedule comes out, guess who we play? The Niners. So Larry never pulls. I call it cow tipping. When a big lineman is going this direction, you can tip him over like a cow. But if he squares up on you, you don't want no smoke. Big Larry turns that corner. Boom, I hit him. You go down. He looked up. Sh- I start running.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good right there. Larry, Out. I can't imagine playing football Dude. with a dip in. I know plenty of people are able to pull that off. Larry Allen, obviously being one of them, he's a freak show. He's he's not he's not a human being. I'm not 100 percent convinced that he's of this earth. Uh, but he he was he was dipping. He's got his dip in his sock, so he's sitting there always Amazing. ready. He's telling you where the ball is going, and he's giving you that in advance. Please come right here. And Antonio Pierce says no, no, thank you. Then he cheap shots him later in his career, and then he just runs away from him as you would. As a man that has played a softball, at basketball, and some downhill
3: alpine skiing with a dip ski in, hmm. uh, the key is that um, you want it to be small because there is going to be some jarring up and down motions. It might knock it loose. And you might swallow it, okay? You have to be prepared for that possibility mm-hmm. while you're dipping, while playing sports. So yeah. I typically want to go small. Now, the baseball player gets around it by going with the massive wad that's a lot of bubble gum with some tobacco intertwined into it. That's a different strategy. Obviously, you couldn't do that much full tobacco, so you got to mix it up with the gum.
4: Right. Yeah, yeah. The, like having like a pouch... I mean, it doesn't, it it wouldn't work for me at all, but pouch makes a little bit more sense because you're not, like the dip, like how fine it all is, you could be swallowing that all the time. Some guys, it doesn't bother them, but that's a pretty epic Larry Brown story there. Uh, Caleb Williams probably going to be the number 1 overall pick in the draft, quarterback out of USC set to enter the NFL without an agent to represent him. Yeah. So we will we will see how that affects things. We know Lamar Jackson has gone about doing that. Uh it's ended up working for him. It's been a bit strenuous, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh but by and large, it's paid off in the end for Lamar Jackson. Looks like Caleb Williams. I mean, maybe this is the thing, this is just me spitballing. I have no idea, but if you're Caleb Williams and you're like I'm going to be the number 1 overall pick, Why wouldn't I just at least get this first contract, which is, it's already pretty much set for you. Yeah because it's slotted, yep. why would I why would I just if I know I'm going to be the first pick, I'll I'll do this first one by myself. I don't have to give a percentage of any of it to an agent. And then when I gear up for my first big contract, post rookie contract, then I'll have an agent. I don't know, just spitballing here. Uh but another a couple of other quarterback news from the guys that are about to be drafted, LSU, the Heisman winner. Just interesting to see uh Austin Gale put this out. Jaden Daniels will have the highest career percentage of sacks on pressure dropbacks of any first round quarterback in the last five years. Wow. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he can improve that particular aspect of his game because he is getting sacked more than anybody. When he's pressured, he's more likely to be sacked than any quarterback that's been drafted in the first round over the last five years. Wow! So he's not throwing picks. That's that's one of those deals that you'll have to you'll have to project. Okay, can we can we help him with this? Can he get better here? Uh, and then I saw this as well. JJ McCarthy I'm seeing a lot of JJ McCarthy and Spencer Rattler love. As like yeah, we McCarthy's, move through this process a little bit. I, I don't get it with J.J. McCarthy. Apparently,
5: Sean Payton likes him quite a bit. I've seen that rumor. Uh, and Spencer Rattler crushed it uh, when it came Senior to Bowl. The Senior Bowl. Yeah. He, he really did do a good job that week.
4: So, I, I see a lot of love for him. But J.J. McCarthy, Michigan quarterback, converted 48% of third and longs in 2023. Third Ooh. highest rate in pro football focus that they have on record like since they've been doing the college football studying. So, third and long situations... This past year, J.J. McCarthy was dialed. Now I'm like a little bit more perked up. I haven't studied him. I don't know much. I was kind of out on him just based on watching him play in games. But that's 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 one of those numbers. That's one of those numbers. No, me watching in real time on my couch shouldn't matter as much as the legitimacy of 48% of third and longs in 2023. It's the third highest rate we've ever seen in college football. I think we might want to go ahead and appreciate a stat like that. I think when
5: you watch the kid play, that's what matters
4: the most. Well, maybe rewatch when you're, it. When you're studying the 22, when you're watching in real time, the takeaways you can have are a little bit a little bit uh handicapped. Yeah. You're like, I, I I don't know, I'm watching I watching in the playoff game. I
5: think you should give yourself more credit. Yeah.
4: Well, I think you should give more credit to the the objective fact that he is on third and longs, the most difficult spot for a quarterback to be in. He's 48% conversion is the third highest rate pro football focus has seen on record since doing college football. I think that should matter. Good for God him. mode, Wolchuk. It's amazing. Have a
3: little damn respect for alternate
5: ways. Goodness. Third and damn long, bro. It's amazing. It's a great nugget. Thank Enjoy. You. There he is. Not going to change it, my opinion on the player. I'm not asking you to. I'm not, I'm not saying that you are. I don't know why you're getting so angry.
4: Because you're getting ahead of things. You're, I'm you're
5: getting ahead of things. Yes,
4: you're saying I'm not going to change my opinion on him, and I was. You were never asked to by anybody. So I appreciate you volunteering the information that no one cared about. I appreciate you. <laughs> Appreciate you more. Ah, let's go. We
3: had to have one good scrap here, with brought us out. It's been significantly less testing. It really has been. We've been able yeah. to get through segments with very good ease, <laughs> without interruption, <laughs> without, without sabotage. <laughs> it's killing us with these damn numbers, dude. You know. <laughs> but why are you watchdog and chief segment like that? You know. It's just that's what Broadus would say. That's, you know, quit, well, you're watching <laughs> no, these quarterbacks with these damn yeah. numbers Bratis, Yeah, that's what Why Bratis don't you would watch say. the damn game?
5: <laughs> <laughs> we got to run. Top 10's coming up next, bro. Where are you taking us? So it's National Margarita Day. We've got the top 10 best cocktails ever mixed. What's your favorite mixed cocktail? That's next.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: It's time for the top 10 segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankler, are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact the Frankels 214 or 817-333-3333. Jump online to truckwreck.com. Got a round tripper coming up in 15 minutes. Rangers fans, we'll talk some baseball. But right now, here he is, Zach with an H, your Wooly Bully.
5: Thank you very much, General. Happy National Margarita Day to everybody out there that is participating. Uh, We actually have some specials that are going down, 877-881-1053. If you happen to be working or own a place of business, you're offering some delicious margarita specials. Let us know. We'll go ahead and uh, make you famous. So we've got the top 10 best cocktails ever mixed. What's your favorite cocktail? But where are some of these places that are giving you some specials?
4: we got to start at the greatness of Twin Peaks. Walchuck Chuck, uh, you're going to be celebrating with the house margarita, $5 all day long. It's a hell of a deal. Other deals include $6 Peaks Margaritas, $8 Watermelon Margarita, $7 Margarita on the Rocks, and $8 Casamigos Pool Party Margarita, which sounds delightful. Probably got a little umbrella in that one. Yes. The Rustic, offering $5 margs all day, free live music, happy hour, three to six, half price bites, so they're rocking and rolling there. fuzzies. uh, They're going $5 house margs all day, so if you find yourself spending more than five bucks or so, Chili's. All day, $5 margaritas. That's beautiful. Let's go. Uh, They got 10 different uh, on the menu as well. You got a variety of different margaritas that you can get at Old Chili's. uh, And that's just to name a few. You got good stuff going on at Blue Goose Cantina, Abuelo's Mexican Restaurant, Blue Mesa Grill, Chewy's, Community Beer Co., uh, Mexican sugar tequila social. So DFW's is rocking wow. and rolling on that Th- a thirsty Thursday. Beautiful day outside. Like cow- nothing says a yeah. little a little day day booze and like a thirsty Thursday. National margarita DFW weather day for for cool. the century here. This is gosh dang it, it's beautiful. I walked drinking.
3: outside uh, to get in the truck today. I was like, man, this feels like a summer day in the middle of the Oregon mountains. So I'm already living my my best summer life. Actually,
4: wow, dude, God. let's go. Yeah, See, a- you don't have to go to the, the the West Coast to get the West Coast weather, man. No, no, no. boom, it's are right in March and April. This is what <laughs> it's like. Shout out about. to global warming. <laughs> yeah, does it, what does this mean for our summer? Are yeah. we in store for like an even more heated disaster than usual? I don't know. It's not the point, Walt. Chuck. It's a beautiful day outside, and we're drinking margs. We're drinking right.
5: margs. We're celebrating. Now, uh, there was this one story from the Longs, Kyle Long and Chris Long. They do this podcast together, the, the uh, Green Light Pod. And Kyle, Cold, was, I'm so long. I'm so long. Kyle was talking about when he played for the Bears, uh, you had Stephen A. Smith was kind of talking trash about his team and he was ticked off about this. He ends up seeing Stephen A. Smith at an event. He had had maybe some margaritas. He was a little bit liquored up. Uh-oh. And this was a rather embarrassing moment. For Kyle Long, so he takes an opportunity on the podcast to maybe apologize to Stephen A. Smith. But have you ever had an awkward run-in where you meet somebody uh, and it doesn't quite go well, and now you're very, very embarrassed? Here's here's Kyle.
1: One of my biggest look, look, look. regrets well, in life involves Stephen A. Smith, and it's something that I think about often. It's what? one of those things where you'll be laying in bed and you're like, you're reminded of something you did that was embarrassing, and you're like, F- "Is this a bad dream?" <laughs> I was at the ESPN party at the end of the year, I think it was yeah. at the Super Bowl, and uh, obviously I wasn't playing. And I was hammered. Honestly. I was young. And like you said, Stephen A. Smith, tremendous at his job. It got me going one year because of some things he said about Cutler. But I was like, I have to, like, white knight for my quarterback. Yeah, i I was, like, 12 beers deep at, at the ESPN party. <laughs> oh, God. And I saw him, and I walked up, and I put my paw on his shoulder. So he could he feel was you. was mid-conversation with somebody. Oh, my God. And I walked up. At, no, not, like, violently, but I was like... <laughs> hey, you know, Jay Cutler says hello or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, something smart. And I thought I was so slick in the moment. And he gave me that look like, you are a f- idiot. <laughs> and since that day. You've been wanting to reconcile. I've been him. like, yo, I hope I get an opportunity. Look into the camera and apologize, to Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., I'm sorry. Oh,
4: man. It's a great story, man. I can't believe all of that for Jay Cutler. Yeah. I got, he's hey. the
5: guy that you're like. I got a white knight for my quarterback. I, was, I don't even Jay think. It, I
4: don't even think his own mother would do that for him. No,
5: smoking. Jay does not care.
4: But that's just in the that's just in the offensive lineman blood, dude. It's like I don't even like my quarterback, and I'm going to protect this guy on or off the field. You can't. I, I just I can't help myself but protect him. Man, Unless Jay it's Kittle Andy Dalton in a cowboy uniform.
5: Yeah. Then everybody was like, No, nah, don't worry about this. Andy'll be okay. He's getting up. He's getting up. No, right? he's, he's
4: going to get up, guys. He's getting up. Oh, he's not getting up. Oh. Damn it! Bring the gurney. All right, crap. Let's get into our top ten the and best, perhaps even the resuscitators.
5: The best cocktails ever mixed here eight seven seven eight eight one one oh five three. What is your favorite cocktail on National Margarita Day? We got Love for the Bloody Mary. The old fashioned is the only right answer from the six eight two. Uh, fuzzy's Jack and Coke slushy from the eight one seven. Love a good Moscow Mule from the six eight two. Lucius, I know you're a tequila man. Yes, sir. Where are we going uh, with the mixed drink cocktails? Does it also involve your tequila? Uh,
0: no, uh, Malibu Bay Breeze. Ooh. Malibu Bay Breeze. I like those on vacation and Mai Tais.
5: The Mai Tais are good.
0: I can drink the Mai Tais back to back. Yeah, yeah,
5: those things can go. I mean, man, I'll tell you, going on that cruise when you just have like endless supply at your disposal, I'll try mm-hmm. it all. Give me yeah. some Mai Tais. will I'll, I'll try whatever you want. Hey, bartender, you making something special back there? Hey, throw it at your boy. I'll take a little bit. I'll take this. I don't even like this. But well, I'm gonna drink it.
3: I'm gonna drink it. I always liked a good gin and tonic, you know. Yeah, it, I didn't want I didn't want it to be too sugary. You know, that would always give me a stomachache. So
5: yes, that's what we were talking about yesterday with the cinnamon. It's it's the, it's the stomachache. I think Lucius nailed that. Where are you going with your favorite? Is it is it the margarita? I know you're also a tequila man.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean the margarita for sure. Yeah, that's the king. Yeah, that's the fro- like frozen margarita, no problem. Uh, but I will do the Paloma. I've been introduced to the Paloma cocktails oh, over the last had couple at of years. Yeah. Bowl, yeah. My, I, I went to a wedding where that was like one of their signature drinks a few years ago, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And then, yes, at the Super Bowl party, uh, we, we we had our we had our fair share. Shout out to Corey Majors, Corey MVP. MVP
5: MVP Corey Majors. Okay, Will Chambers texted me with his, and I think I'm gonna butcher this.
4: Oh, this is a, a some. Is it a Scotch concoction? We'll, we're, just, we're probably gonna need your help with this. Uh,
5: Cesarek. Zaric S A Z A R A C. One more try. One more try. Zaza. Sazerac? You think it's Sazarac? Zatarans. I don't, I don't know, Will, but I he's probably laughing and like, you idiot. I am so sorry. I'm sure somebody else will text him and be like, hey, We should ask Sean. Is that it is? Yeah, Sean might know. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five. That's some Zaya
0: rum that's real good.
5: <laughs> Whiskey sour? The hurricane, hands down, yes, the hurricanes can be dangerous. Oh, yeah. You got to stay away from those, bro. Dude. Yeah, you go yeah. ahead and you go on uh, Bourbon Street. They make
0: those with like Everclear oh. or like the stuff that'll get you hammered. Yes, those really? things
4: all of a sudden. Those stay away. Those aren't those green, giant green. Those no, are the, they're, they're are usually those the red. Aids? Those are the grenades. Yeah, okay, yeah. the hurricanes red. Red. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When it's when it's an, when it's like an insane color, like super red or super blue or something. You know, that's like the adios mother bleeper. Yes. They used to get real cheap cool on Fry beans. Street.
3: Absolutely. It's over after that. I always
4: enjoyed a good Irish car bomb. Dude. Oh,
3: dude. Walchuck. He literally
4: Walchuk, it doesn't matter what scenario he's in. It doesn't matter how prim and proper of a place he is about to find himself, what he's wearing, what he's doing, who he's with. If there is an Irish car bomb station or situation, he is going. Face mm. first. Yeah, it's like so if, if
5: they have the Guinness on Draft
4: It's like a magnet. He's I'm, he's I'm just boom, he's one. there.
5: I have to. I have to just order one. It's just something like you go through a pub or whatever, and we had that one, was it O'Shea's or something that was at the link? O'Shea's. So we walked one O'Reilly's? Night, I, mean, I don't know what it was. O'Brady's O'Brady's. Yeah, maybe
4: O'Brady's shout out to Beef O'Brady's. I love
5: Beef O'Brady. But we walked through, I was like, All right, fine. You guys have Guinness on Draft, I'll take an Irish car bomb and then I cut myself off. Uh we got the Mai Tai is an honorable mention. Tequila Sunrise as well. The Sangrias, Bloody Mary's, Rum and Coke, and Gin and Tonic. Those are your honorable mentions for the uh, best cocktails ever mixed. Uh, Sazerac. That's what we're getting texted in here. Hopefully I nailed that for you. Uh, It's clearly an Ack, like Cognac. It's got to be an Ack, right? The the precedent's been set. A.C. at the end of a liquor is an Ack. Sazerac. We're gonna go Sazerac, Long Island, Shack, <laughs> a Bendigo, yeah. <laughs> Number ten is the screwdriver. Yeah. It's usually a morning drink, right? Something well, like-
4: it's it's a yeah, it's it's the
5: it's the orange mimosa on, on steroids, vodka and orange juice, right? Instead of mimosa, correct. <laughs> Number nine is the Long Island iced tea. Boy,
0: if they serve Long Island iced yeah. teas there on the cheap, there will be fights. Yes, they the will be squabbing in the a parking a lot. Even if they came together, there will be squabbing in the a parking a lot. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm always thinking like, oh, it's a, it's an iced tea. You know, it's just tea with a little bit of liquor in it. No. Mm-mm. That is the perfect no. concoction to no. get you hammered. Yeah. Less than 45 strong, Island. Yeah. Yeah. strong Island. Yeah, exactly. That's right. it the is girls be Island. out of their shoes
0: and they just be scrapping. Hey, y'all break it up. Break it up. Cha-cha, yeah. cha-cha. <laughs> World star. You can see their table. It's just got 13 Long Island iced tea <laughs> bottles just empty.
5: Number eight is Mojito. <laughs> yes. I love a good Mojito. Mojitos are My good. God.
0: Yeah. Make it in front of me, too. Like, take your time and do it right. Yeah, show me the mint. Yeah, do all of that fly stuff.
4: Broadus made it a point, and it was epic, when well. we were driving back to the airport from Oxnard, and you stop on the uh, the PCH, look out, beautiful view. He's like, you got to have a mojito here. Yes. And he was, like, halting. He's like, I don't care if we miss our flight. We're stopping. We're having a mojito here. And he was, was amazing.
5: Right. Yeah. It was very good. We should go back there and eat at that place. That thing looked really good. Uh, number seven, margaritas on National Margarita Day. A little mm-hmm. surprised it's not higher.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Six is the Moscow Mule. Which got texting quite a bit. Five is the whiskey sour. And you know me, Eric, prior to the soda, <laughs> whiskey sour was my jam.
0: Well, they make your breath rough. They do. You can always tell somebody's been drinking whiskey sours when they come talk to you.
5: That's why you always got to have mint or gum. Hey, hey man, man, it's, it's good right? to see you. Oh mm. Back up. <laughs> Bad to Back smell <laughs> <laughs> you. Golly. Number four is mimosas. Yeah, baby.
4: And the... Uh, you... you the the happiness inside you at like eleven thirty a.m. on a college football Saturday, surrounded by televisions man. and bottomless mimosas. You're like, let's just stop time right now. Life right can't here. get
5: any better.
4: And yeah. then the inevitable nap is gonna. You have to say you got to be careful, bro. Gotta, yeah. Dude, the exhaustion that hits you.
5: <laughs> you be it's, it's like bam,
4: and the headache. Don't have
0: anything planned because you will sleep three hours after <laughs> yeah. all that fun.
4: You have to, man. Number three are
5: daiquiris. Daiquiri. Yeah,
0: I like drive through daiquiri spots here in Dallas. So, how, are we getting I still pull those? up.
5: Huh? Are we getting more of those? I know there's one, like, closer to the radio station. Shoot, there's
0: one everywhere around I, here, I man. need to be on
5: the lookout. Good place. one in Carrollton.
0: Grand okay. Prairie. Right down the street over here. Dallas. I
4: ain't going to say any names.
5: <laughs> number two, we got the old-fashioned. But number yeah. one, best cocktail ever mixed. Oh. The margarita. No, oh, the margarita was seven. What? should have been right. one. Number one is a pina colada. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Good call. If you like pina coladas, oh, yeah, I do. I mean, pina coladas are delicious so on the beach. There's your top ten.
3: Thank you, Wolchuck. A fantastic top ten once again. He does it for you every afternoon at 4:40. We got a proper round tripper taking a look at everything going on with your Rangers next in the nation. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is the G Back Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. It's uh, it's time now for a proper round tripper on your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Their first spring training game is tomorrow when our show comes on at 2 o'clock. We'll give you updates throughout the day, and of course, all next week, we're going to be live and surprise. Here's uh, Zach Wolchuk with your Rangers round tripper.
5: Can't wait for that. Uh, Tomorrow we'll know. Dane Dunning, Cody Bradford, uh, they're going to be out there being the first two pitchers to start for the Rangers. It's a surprise. we got some day baseball going on right now. The Padres and Dodgers are getting after it in Peoria. So this is a fun time uh, right now, and I'm sure a lot of people have spring break around the corner. Maybe you're going out and you're going to check out the 2023 World Series champs out there. Say man. hello if you are.
3: It's a bucket list sports thing to you know get off the show and cruise around Arizona, check out all the different spring training venues, Fun. and see all the different players that are going to be dominating baseball. Well, Chuck I wouldn't miss it for the world.
5: It's a it's awesome, man. And we mentioned earlier, Corey Seager came in at number ten on the top one hundred players list from MLB Network. So congratulations to Corey. He moved up from thirty three last year. Maybe he goes up from six to one after back to back World Series titles and a World Series MVP again for the third time in his career.
4: Dawson, did you ever? Ever time during your gambling days, where you found yourself gambling on spring training games?
3: No, I never Ooh. did. Uh, you know, I dabbled in baseball a little bit, maybe mid two thousands after the final four had concluded, and I'd done okay there. But I, I, I wanted to add daily sports gambling to my repertoire at that point. And I got slaughtered like the first two weeks of baseball. And I said, dude, I'm never gambling on baseball again. Done. Yeah. yeah no, I, I at one that. point, I lost like 13 games in a row. <laughs> oh, my
4: God. <gosh. laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Gosh.
3: I know. That's historical. Uh, you know, I, I, I was like, wow, I don't think I could, I could try to be this bad at something. <laughs> I so, need to stop. I, yeah. I need to stop. Isn't that, <laughs> yeah. isn't that equally
4: <laughs> as impressive as going 13 and 0? Like, we uh, yes, should be oh, marveling sure. at that. Yeah. Yeah. It was it,
3: uh, unheard of, apparently, unless you're Des Bryan, who's hitting these parlays on the regular. Yeah. Dude, yeah,
5: has been on a run. He really has. We need to check in with him.
4: Eight seven seven eight eight one one oh five three. Have you or someone you know uh ever gambled on spring training games? Legitimately. Yeah. That's I just right. I'm I'm curious because I'm seeing line like for for tomorrow you can get you can get uh <laughs> minus one hundred thirty. Your world, your World Series champion, oh, Texas Rangers. I, mean, I
3: bet if you do your homework and you figure out who's playing the most big leaguers, who has a real starting pitcher that might actually yeah. throw fifty or sixty pitches, there might
4: be an opportunity in here.
5: You could possibly you got to be cleaning you, up. You got to yep. be
4: real dedicated because you need insight on. I mean, I guess you don't need it on every one. You know, mo- a couple of games each day, maybe. But having the inside scoop on all those things, if you can do it. You could probably clean up. We finally got some
5: signings today in the sport. The Pirates agreed to a five-year extension with Mitch Keller, who was a pitcher that was certainly on the market at the trade deadline. They were thinking, hmm, maybe the Rangers would go after. They instead went for Jordan Montgomery and Scherzer, and that certainly worked out for them. But they agreed to a five-year, $77 million contract extension. And Tim Anderson is uh, agreed to a one-year, $5 million deal with the Marlins. So for the former White Sox, will be heading to South Beach to play in Miami. We're still waiting on some of the big fish, like Jordan Montgomery, Blake Snell, and others to sign. And I saw Ken Rosenthal was on the podcast Foul Territory, and they asked him about Chris Young's comments about our roster's pretty much complete, doesn't expect there to be a whole lot of other uh, moves made. And this is what Ken Rosenthal had to say about that. Maybe this is a little bit of, uh, you know, negotiating tactic for some of the GMs and ownership and uh, the agents before they sign some of these players. Here's Ken.
6: I imagine in some cases, perhaps it was a message to Scott Boris saying, we're not bending. And again, teams say plenty of things. Agents say plenty of things and go back on them. If circumstances change in the case of Chris Young, Texas Rangers GM, in my mind, and I have not asked him about this, but my guess is he just wanted to lower expectations because People have expected, all offseason, and I think Scott Boris expected, that the Rangers would sign Jordan Montgomery. Their ownership is not authorizing that to happen. So in his case, when he says that, maybe he just means, listen, we're not going there. We can't go there at this point based on what our owner is telling us. Toronto, I'm not sure. Cashman certainly is still working. They're always all still working. To think otherwise is folly. These guys are constantly going at it, and yes, if Boris came to Farhan Zaidi tomorrow and said Matt Chapman at a price, I don't know, whatever the price might be, but it's acceptable to the Giants, they're signing Matt Chapman. They're not done. So to some extent, this might be posturing, but at the same time, I think what AJ said initially is also accurate, that teams, I don't know if smarter is the right word, but they have gotten more disciplined with yeah. how they approach these things. They're at a number, they're not going beyond that number, and that's it.
0: Yeah, they
3: don't want to make a big mistake that uh, puts it behind the eight ball or prevents future deals, and I, I salute the the Rangers for handling it like this. I know he's a guy that won you a, a championship, but um, you know he just has not had that many stretches as good as that in, in his career. So the temptation, and I think most teams that weren't as good as CY – um, would have just been to give him what he wants because you got to bring back your guys, you know, and he was so clutch for you and all that. But, you know, Chris Young knows that you you have to have a high degree of, of mental toughness here when it comes to these negotiations, or you could end up uh, making a mistake that you you regret for years. It's the downfall of a lot of championship teams paying their champions too much.
5: Absolutely. So yeah. they're, they're playing hardball. They're going to hold... To their current cost and we'll see maybe we end up getting that one-year deal like we talked about but the longer it goes I'm sure Jordan Montgomery's gonna be like man I really kind of want to be signed and playing somewhere so I can get ready for the season could be good for the Rangers
4: yeah for sure for sure and I wonder yeah I wonder how uncomfortable it gets for the individual player yeah. and is he willing to wait out you know do you wait and see if a a, a prominent guy gets banged up or something the team feels a little bit desperate Absolutely. and all of a sudden it's like okay now we're a little bit more willing now because we just lost our ace or something well okay
5: so you mentioned that uh we had kodai senga he's got some shoulder strain with the Mets. They're shutting him down right now. So hopefully the Mets aren't a team that's just like, okay, we're going to call Jordan Montgomery now. Uh, So he's going to be on the IL to start the 2024 season. He is their ace. That's a big loss. Hey, if anybody wants to
3: overpay for my players at any time, that's fine because when good players become available, you're not going to have as much capital to throw down
5: range. And the Mets are definitely a team that you look at and they have done that. Oh my gosh, they've gotten themselves into some big... They're the
3: poster child for that whole deal. The, uh, the, The text here wants to know what bet apps that i use the 214 can't find that one that works in texas yeah all those las vegas ones and the the ones that work other in the u.s that those aren't aren't good you got to use you know basically the kind of half illegal ones that have been around for a long time and that's I don't even know if it's half legal, but Bet Online works. Bovada works. Bovada works. Yeah, and it has it has everything that
5: you could want. I think Prize Picks is another one that you can use. Uh, it's a little bit different than those, but those are it's also fun to do. CBS Sports put out the breakout candidates for every team. It was interesting. They kind of went a different route with our Texas Rangers. They're going to go with utility man Josh Smith. Smith has the job of being a young reserve on a loaded team. He's an interesting player. He is one of those guys who his results don't indicate as much as what he's able to bring to the team. He makes contact. He minds the zone at above-average clips. He also showed an appreciable feel for barreling balls in 2023. And there's more juice here than folks will suspect. He's got a 109.8 hour max exit velo, which is in line with players like Willie Adamas and Ryan O'Hearn. So this is a guy where playing time isn't going to be easy to come by. But given a chance, they think that Josh Smith might end up proving that he's overqualified for his role. I think they look at Ezekiel Durant before they do Josh Smith. But yeah, I mean, he's certainly a guy where he was more of like a pinch runner, plays good defense. But they're kind of talking about some of his pop here. We haven't quite seen that yet from Josh Smith.
3: Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, I'll drink to that. That'd be one of the biggest surprises I'd ever seen out there, but uh, maybe wouldn't be the craziest.
5: No, absolutely. All right, so there's Around the Basis. Let's catch up with Sean McFarland, shall we?
3: Yeah, that sounds great. Sean McFarlane, Morning News, joins us to talk Rangers coming up next. It's the G Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan.
5: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.